Hi, I'm Chris Maragakis of Simply Be Retreats and Therapies. I'm a life coach, therapist and podcaster. Welcome to Mindful Mutterings. Please like, share and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. Hi, thanks for joining me. Um, this week I want to talk about grief um, because I don't think we talk about grief enough in this country and uh, it's something that we will all experience in our lifetime whether it's the loss of someone we know or <clears throat> the death of a pet, the ending of a relationship or even the completion of an era in our life and and we don't talk enough about how to deal with endings um, but for the purpose of this podcast I'm going to refer to um, a death but these strategies can be applied to all of the scenarios I talk about to help you manage your grief effectively. Um, and so I said you know I don't think we talk we'd prepare ourselves for death enough I mean it is inevitable and we it will ultimately happen to all of us and if we are more honest about it we could be more open when we experience its pain um, and when we have to face it, when we lose others, and then other people would be more prepared to come for us because they would be able, we would be able to verbalise how we're feeling, and they would be able to verbalise the support they want to give us. And grief is essentially the pain that we feel at something ending, and it can be completely overwhelming. Um, it's generally recognised that we go through three uh, these stages when we grieve. We have denial, followed by anger, then bargaining depression and acceptance and so let's let's take a look at them and see what we can do so denial this is this is the safety valve that's provided by our brain so that we're not exposed to the full shock and the pain all at once and we just have this kind of numbness and just you know can't quite believe it and and we need that to be able to process how we're feeling so that we can start to deal with it when we're ready um, and then that moves on to anger and we might think it's unfair or it shouldn't happen this way or it's too soon, they're too young. Or um, This anger is often used to express the pain that we're feeling. But if mismanaged, it can lead to bitterness and resentment, which we then hold on to for the rest of our life, which will have a damaging impact on our mental health, our general well-being and obviously the rest of our life. Then we get to the bargaining stage, which is the stage where we try to make deals with ourselves or God, if that's your belief, um, in an attempt to feel better. You know, we tell ourselves that if we be we behave in a certain way, that maybe they can make us not hurt so much. Um, and then this, then we move into the depression stage, and this is the hardest part, where we can feel that nothing has any purpose anymore, and that things were obviously better before. And this can be very dangerous because, for lots of people, this is when they become overwhelmed with all the other things that are going on in their life, and they go into a deep depression that can then they can then struggle with for the rest of their life. And ultimately, hopefully, we come to acceptance. And this is when we found a way to manage the pain. Um, unfortunately, these, these may not always be positive coping strategies, um, but people then start to begin to feel that they can go back to their normal life. For some, they will never get over the loss, but they bury their emotions and find a way to go through life carrying that burden. Um, having experienced grief on, on more occasions than I would have expected at my age, I have found this to be a really helpful practice once the initial numbness has, has worn off and once I've come through the denial stage. I find it really useful to move straight to acceptance because um, I've spoken about this before, but when we deny reality, which is that which is right in front of us, actually causing ourselves more pain because the truth of it is no matter how what we want or how we think things should be or 
we will eventually have to deal with the situation that is front of us and try as we might we will never be able to beat reality so I found it really I found it more useful to just to just move straight into the fact where I, I understand that it's over that it's done and then I allow myself to hurt because our natural instinct is to protect ourselves from any unpleasantness or pain but by tucking it away and trying to ignore it we're actually giving it more power to hurt us I think it was Carl Jung who said that what we resist persists and um Mindfulness-based stress reduction therapy is a fantastic tool because it, what it does is it helps you to use mindfulness and meditation to fully experience and challenge and then allow to move through you the pain that you're experiencing. Um, but if you don't have a qualified therapist that you can work with, and I'm one of them, by the way, then you can try the following. Um, find yourself a quiet space where you can be comfortable and left alone. And you may want a journal or some paper to write on. And this is the important part, only ever allowing as much as you can bear. And if you have existing mental health problems, please don't try this without speaking to your practitioner. Bring the situation to mind and allow yourself to feel. And notice where that pain arises in the body. Let the tears flow and then question why it hurts. And this, this may sound a little silly because at the time it hurt everywhere and your mind is screaming that it hurts because it's over. But allow that to subside and then become mindful and work through it. You know, and once you bring emotion into the present, it can't hurt you as much anymore. And you can begin the process of letting it go. And you just repeat this as many times as necessary until you can revisit your memories or the situation without overwhelming pain. And the kind of questioning I'm asking is like, you know, why does this hurt so much? Well, obviously, it's because they're not in my life. Well, why do I want them to be in my life? Because I miss them. But, you know, maybe it was their time to go. And the more you challenge these questions, the more you challenge these assumptions that you're making or the things that you think should be the way that they're no longer the less they can hurt you because like I say the minute they're in the present moment they can be addressed and then moving forward from here is when we acknowledge the past and generally speaking we become depressed when we live in the past um, and that is to wish you know like when we wish that things were like they were before or we have regrets about things that were said or unsaid or maybe actions that we did or we left undone this will only cause us pain because the past cannot be changed no matter how much we want it to and so we, I mean we can try and make amends by writing a letter to apologize and telling them how we feel and then destroying it with some kind of ceremony you know sometimes it's helpful to go to the grave or the resting place and read read this letter out to them or sometimes it's better if you just go for a walk and talk to them you know but if you're if it's left unsaid it just festers inside you and you can't move on from there so it's really useful to find a way where you can express any form of maybe regret or apology that needs to be voiced um, the thing is also energy doesn't end it just changes and so a person or a pet will still have an energetic presence in our world, even if they no longer have a physical body to represent them. And so you talking out there, you know, it will be heard and, and you can sometimes feel their presence. And that's because we're all connected energetically. And so it's really it's a really valuable way to allow the, the sadness of the past to go. Um, 
And if it's the end of a relationship or a situation, then obviously you can apologise or seek an apology if you feel that that's necessary. But you can't make them give you one or you, you can't make them accept yours. But you can use this strategy to say all the things that you wished you had but didn't without causing further conflict. So write it down in a letter, get everything that you need to say out in, onto paper and then you'll start to create some space and you'll be able to come up with a, a more proactive solution. But you'll also feel like a weight's been lifted from you because you, you're finally having your say. And the thing is, if we don't let go of our pain, it builds inside us and festers. And then this might manifest as illness or a mental health issue or bitterness. Um, it won't change what's happened. But by naming it and challenging it and making peace with it, you will be able to start to let it go which will free up space for new emotions or people or, you know, experiences to come in. And then this one's going to sound very random, but be grateful. You know, we've no, I, we've got no way of knowing the bigger plan and maybe the ending that this experience is exactly the right thing, you know, and we have to accept that because it's happened. And as I said, to argue with it puts us back into the denial stage where we're arguing with reality. And instead I found it really helpful to be, happy that they had they had done what they'd come to do I really believe that we all have something that we're meant to learn in this lifetime and that if someone has gone it's because they achieved that they they did what they came to do and you can only be happy that they've had the opportunity to do what what is best for them and then move on um and I found it really really helpful to think that maybe I you know I could be grateful for the opportunity I had to have them in my life instead so for looking for things that I really appreciated from the time that I spent with them and the love that I had for them and the memories that we created. And if I focused on that, then it was so much more than just, than just experiencing the pain because I had all these wonderful things and I wouldn't have been without them. The pain that I'm feeling now was is worth it for everything that I got. And so then I can once I replace that pain with gratitude, I can see a lightness and I can start to to just be happy for the fact that I had them in my life, which is essentially a gift. Um, and it's all the things that that you you can then acknowledge about how blessed you were to have experienced, you know, having them and their essence around you. And, you know, it helps you to move forward. It's, it does sound a little bit crazy, but it does really help. Um, and obviously this strategy can also be applied to situations too. If you start to look at what you gain from the situation and be grateful for that, then you can start to move forward from there as well. And each time we acknowledge our pain and the gift that we have experienced, our suffering lessens, and then we can move from grief and missing them into the joy for the experience. And then ultimately the peace of mind and freedom from the pain. And I, I won't pretend that this is an easy process. Grief never is. And I've practiced mindfulness for a very long time. And I would never um, attempt or want to minimize your loss either. But what I'm offering you is a way to move through your grief kind of more proactively and and almost quicker. It's almost like the more you acknowledge what you're feeling and how you're dealing with it, the quicker the pain recedes because because you're challenging it, because you're bringing it into the present moment. And we are conditioned to feel guilty out of loyalty and that we shouldn't be happy maybe because we've lost someone or, you know, because 
because they're not in our life anymore. But I felt that holding on to the, the pain out of a sense of loyalty made no sense. That it would not be what those that I had lost would want for me and would negatively impact on the rest of my life and therefore those that I came into contact with. And that would be dishonouring their memory. I, I don't think they would want that as the outcome of their life. And it would also not bring them back. So instead I chose to honour them with gratitude and joy for the for the love and the experience that we'd shared. And, and I know that the love that I have for them won't ever go away, you know, in the same way that their energy won't either. But it's now available to enable me to love that those that are still here more. And it's just, I just found it a more healing process to go through once I'd started using this process than how I'd grieved in the past. And um, I really hope this has helped you in some way. Um, and as always, if you feel that I can help you through your grief, then please get in touch. Um, the website is simplybe.org.uk. Email is cm at simplybe.org.uk. And my number is 07974618499. If you really are struggling with grief, then Cruise is an excellent bereavement charity. And they can be found on the website. They have an online chat and a, an emergency number. And please don't suffer, you know please reach out and get the help that you need. And if you have lost someone, I'm so very sorry for your loss. But thank you for joining me this week. As I say, I do hope that this has, has helped you or will help you to move through the process a little more smoothly. And I hope you'll join me for the next one. Thank you. Bye.